0: All right, you ready? So here's like the intro part. To bra or not to bra, exploring a journey of life's unpredictable twists and turns, how to claim your personal power from within and lead a fun, fulfilled, soul-driven life, one epic, hilarious, insightful coffee chat at a time. Let's get real. Let's get raw. This is your host, Em, on Bra or Not to brow. Welcome back. Guys, I am so happy that you're here listening to this today with me. It means everything. And seriously, you guys, I cannot wait to dive into today's juicy episode with you all. If this is your first time tuning in, this is a podcast about all things personal growth, health and mental wellness, spirituality, and so much more. It's about stepping into your worthiness and making the empowered choices to live the life you deserve. My name is Emily, your host. And I am a certified health and mental wellness coach with a passion for helping women step into their most powerful, confident, badassiest versions of themselves. In today's episode, we're sitting down with Conrad Kuchowski, also known as Kind Conrad. He's a philanthropist, public speaker, and kindness bandit. I like to refer to him as the kindness guru. He's known for his work as a business coach and public speaker, showing top brands and entrepreneurs how kindness can literally transform their business and life. He's spoken to brands like NASDAQ, Intel, and eBay, and helped coach several Inc. 5,000 entrepreneurs and business owners. He is one of the most kind-hearted, caring, in-love-with-life people that I know, and I am so grateful for the opportunity to share his mission and his story with you guys today. We are talking about some of life's hardest questions. We're talking about the beautiful chain effect of spreading kindness on humanity. Looking at how do you know when it's the right time to ask for help? What does it mean to be successful and how do you know when you've achieved that? How do you reach full alignment with your highest potential? Also, you guys, Conrad goes into an epic Mario Kart analogy for everything that he does and speaks about and I still have the chills just thinking about it. All right, you ready? Let's get real. Hey, what's going on? I am so freaking pumped for today's episode.
1: Me too. I can't wait.
0: No, but like, I'm coming. I'm okay. Do you want to tell them what today's episode is called?
1: Yeah. uh, Asking for help.
0: Yes. To ask for help or to not ask for help. Right. That's the question. And how the hell do you know when the right time is to reach out to get support. And how do you know where to go in order to do that? Yeah. So there's so much to start with. One, I want to let everyone know that we went to high school together. And that this is like the least expected path that both of us thought that we would be on.
1: Thousand percent.
0: And so just like talking to you as like an adult and I don't know why I went like this. We are, we're actually adults, I guess. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it's been a while since, since high school for sure. So yeah. I
0: just never want to say adult without this ever in my life because it means it's fully happened. Yeah. Seeing this as a real human in the real world is amazing. And I'm honored to be sitting here with you today on the third episode of To Bra or Not To Bra.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. This is, it's so exciting and it's funny how the world works. Yeah, we haven't, we kind of just got connected out of seeing each other do some positive work after years of not, not communicating.
0: Like years.
1: Yeah. Like and I watched the-
0: you on the soccer field, and I was like, "He's cute and really good at soccer," but that's all I know. That's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like to like quickly catch up after so many years and seeing the difference and like the the path that we're on and the differences we're making. It's it's really cool and inspiring. So I'm super pumped to be here as well. So I'm. Thank you for having me. I'm pumped.
0: You are so welcome. Do so you want to just start off by introducing yourself? Before you hopped on, I basically just told everyone that you have the coolest job in the world because you <laughs> spread kindness for a living, and that's the only way I knew to explain what you do.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's, uh, that's a great way to put it. Um, <laughs> kindness full time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So my name's Conrad Kaczarski. Um, i on social. I'm known as Kind Conrad, kind of branded myself that way. Um, and it's for the reason of kind of my life's purpose, my mission is to spread kindness, put more positivity out there in what seems to be kind of a negative world at times, um, not just at times, pretty often. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've, I do public speaking in regards to kindness, how it relates to all aspects of life, health, wealth, happiness um, in the corporate world also individually to people um and yeah i i started in the the corporate world and just had this kind of burning passion of of kindness and was kind of confused as to you know how do you take kindness full time it's kind of a weird thing it's not like fitness where it's like oh i can model after someone else it's kind of like this own its own category that i had to figure out but nevertheless it's uh it's taken me to to where i am today and it's one of the most fulfilling things ever to talk about it, to see the impact it can make similar to what you're doing with your work. But,
0: okay. So honest I've asked you so many questions about what you do. I should pretend like I know the answer to these and I'm just asking you for the sake of the podcast, but in all honesty, like I still don't really know what you do. Like you, but here's can I tell you what I know, and then yeah, yeah, the apps.
2: Sure.
0: <laughs> okay, one, you're awesome, but like, I guess your full-time job is being awesome and kind.
2: You're and
0: me so you just go around and spread kindness to the world. So, like, the example that I give is the story that you told me of buying coffee in the Starbucks line. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell that before I continue? Because it's the best story ever.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it is it, uh, it was it the first the, the yeah. one I told you that kind of sparked it all? So it yeah. was actually, um, yeah, that was a follow up to uh, what happened a week prior. But basically, uh, I was at a Chipotle one day and um, I was getting my typical order uh, and I got to the like the, the section that had fajitas, the peppers, and they were out of them. And totally fine, like no big deal, I keep going. And um, I get to the cash register, and the lady says, the manager, she's like, hey, I noticed we were out of the fajitas, like this one's on us. And I already had my card in my hand, so I'm like, no, 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 like don't worry about it, it's literally not the, not a big deal at all, like here. And she's like, no, I insist. I'm like, okay, damn. Um, and I don't know what sparked it. And, I, you know, I'd seen these like viral videos before of like, you know, kind acts and things like that. But I guess I already intended on spending the money. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just pay for the next person. I saw someone just getting in line. She's like, okay, cool. And then I sit off to the side and I kind of just watch because I've never done anything like this before. Um, I was curious what's going to happen. Is this whole thing legit? Like, is this kindness thing real? And the guy like gets up to pay, same thing, card in his hand. And the manager's like, actually the gentleman before you paid for your order and he just it was like all these emotions all at once it was like shock confusion joy like uh wanting to give someone a hug like all at once kind of like his hands flailing in the air and then he just like sees another person in line and he's like i'll pay for that next person and
0: did he ask for extra guac? first since he knew it was going
1: to be free a <laughs> great question i was uh i was too like perplexed by the situation <laughs> but i forgot about the most important part of chipotle but uh no um yeah like long story short he uh it, it caused a five person chain reaction and i was just standing there watching like holy shit this is powerful and then wow. i pondered on it for that week like wow, like, I felt amazing in that moment. All the people that witnessed it, the cashier, the, pe- the workers, they felt incredible. Like, they were all smiling, looking at each other, laughing. The people in line were all happy. And the only reason it stopped, the chain reaction, was because there wasn't another person to pay it for. So, yeah, that week I pondered on it um, and, like, kept thinking about, like, damn, like, I was super happy in that moment. I haven't felt like that in a while. Like, how do I scale this? How do I do this more? And that's when I went to the Starbucks when I I think I told you that story. Yes. Else. That's when my friend decided to record me. And same thing happened, basically. Yeah, same and you reaction. put it up
0: and it like went viral. And that's how everything started.
1: Yeah, it, it yeah. made me realize like, wow, I need to show this to more people. And that's when I started posting it on social.
2: Ah, it's just yeah. so cool. <laughs> it's so cool.
0: And... I think what I'm most curious about in that is where's the distinguishment in the type of happiness that you got from doing those acts of kindness versus another time in your life when you were really happy? Like, what's different about it?
1: It's a very, very good question. I'm I really know I'm putting on spot.
0: I did not prep him for these, you guys. No,
1: that that that's like amazing. Um, and I think it's something that people definitely need to hear. I think it's it's a type of happiness that I haven't felt because it's b- before that at least much before, um, because I made so many other people happy, and I noticed that like I was more happy giving than I was receiving. You know, I love getting gifts like Christmas, birthday, like amazing pleats. I like nice things too. But um,
0: when's it's your birthday?
1: December tenth.
0: Guys, December tenth. <laughs> remember. I'll tell you the address later. Not. It's online. funny you
1: say that because last uh, and this isn't like a, a brag. It's just again, it's just something I love to do. Like on my birthday this past year, I spent the whole day just going around doing random acts of kindness because, like it.
0: I remember that.
1: Yeah, it's just you so You made a video. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: And it was with like Alexa in the morning and you like gave her a mimosa or something. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, again, like to your point, it's it's like a just a different level. When you can put yes. a smile on someone's face and realize that you created that, it like kind of gives you this empowerment feeling like, wow, I can really make an impact in this world. I can really change lives so you don't know what those what those people are going through i mean you look at like depression levels nowadays suicidal rates things like that like and people don't express them physically sometimes it's oftentimes just going on in their heads and you you don't see it and that person you pay for that person that you pay the, for their coffee could be going through that stuff and that coffee could be just enough to you know change their day or quite literally keep them from going over the edge yeah so
0: like you really yeah. just don't you don't know zero click. and to me that's the coolest that's probably just the coolest thing in the entire world and so there's another aspect of what you do and it's speaking and a lot of it is in corporate settings
2: mm-hmm.
0: which sounds awesome guys he's a very great speaker and if you're in any corporate environment in your life hmm, i want to add value to the team this guy's really cool that. thank you i mean it's true otherwise i wouldn't have you on here and my question is what do you do do you just go up on stage and you're like be kind it'll raise the profit
1: i mean that's that's actually one of the one of the points yeah like from a sales perspective i so i I mean, I really try to curate it to the audience um, to, you know, bring the most value I can to the specific environment. Uh, As a but, good
0: speaker does,
1: right? But uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's so many applications to kindness. Is more so like a a lens that you view things through than it is like a a concept that you just try out. Ooh. You know, um, so the things that I usually touch on are health, wealth, and happiness. So in a corporate setting wealth so like the the productivity of your your team that leads to more results the um from a sales perspective let's look at it like through that lens for example and i'm sure a lot of people listening they either are in sales or know someone in sales and you've probably gotten like a telemarketing call or like a cold email before so what are the chances you respond to a cold email usually the rates are like three percent of people opening (laughs) that email something like that instead of doing that and applying like the just the kind mindset if this is like a client that could really you know (laughs) add value to your business bring you a big commission why not just write them a handwritten card and figure out what their favorite bottle of wine is or their like favorite sports team nine out of ten times they're going to respond it's just people don't like see it that way they look at is more of like transactional as opposed to like a relationship, like these are humans. People know what a cold email is, what the intent is, but if Mm -hmm. you approach it with a kind heart, maybe that person isn't gonna, you know, isn't interested in your product that you wrote the handwritten card for that you gave them their, you know, something memorable with, but maybe they might know someone and they'll introduce you. Like it's really a win-win. So that's kind of one aspect to that side. But Another is employee retention, employee happiness, you know, like recognizing, yeah, like, you know, you you come to work at what, 9am, your first Zoom meeting is at 9am. So let's say it's your birthday, for example. Chances are you haven't gotten a text yet from your friends telling you happy birthday at 9am. But if your company is the one or your team is the one that remembers and makes you feel good, like that person's not going to want to leave. It gives them a reason to come in. It gives them a reason to get excited. Um, and long-term, in terms of like employee retention, if that person gets a you know, a higher offer somewhere else, they're a lot of times not gonna take it because they've already felt so welcomed and at home and appreciated and, and cared for at their work environment through little things like that that, don't, that could literally cost nothing or could be a really small investment or,
0: um, sorry to cut you off, no, um, good. but I was just thinking is there's that aspect and then there's also like, so same scenario, let's say like they got another offering, but they're like, I like this company, but it's more money. I feel like if you feel valued at the company, you have way more confidence in going up to your boss and asking for that raise and expressing mm-hmm why and and why you want to stay and what your value is without seeing it as being like petty or bargaining or anything like that because you it's just part of the culture that you're valued and feel included
1: yeah a thousand percent and i mean i think people realize also that they start to realize at least as they go through their professional lives that it's not that money can't necessarily buy happiness because I view happiness as kind of like temporary where it's like, yeah, if you get this material thing, like it'll make you happy in that moment. Um, but it's not fulfilling. And if someone realizes that they feel good in some place, they know that that feeling or that, um, that it's like, it's a desire that they might not be able to get somewhere else. It's valuable and money might not be able to buy that at another place. Like you might be getting a, a Bigger salary somewhere else, but it's going to be tough to find a group of people like you have right now around you that actually care, and people realize that. So I love that. Yeah,
0: and I think we both experienced that because we're we both started in a corporate, and then we're like, let's be entrepreneurs and yeah, pave that path and get really excited, but also scared shitless, and learning that for ourselves. I think that that's what's allowed me to really instill that value in other people without preaching it. Like it just flows out. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. This is so good. I love all this stuff. Thank you for everyone who is watching and listening before we get to into the deep, juicy details, which we're going to do, by the way. I start off every episode by asking two random ass questions. You get to ask one of me and I get to ask one to you. Okay. I sent you a list of questions before and was like, all right, pick one that you want to ask. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to ask you first or do you want you to, or you to ask me? Or do you want to ask me? Um,
1: ladies first.
0: Oh, see you guys kind conrad (laughs) gentlemen oh especially the guy i went on a date with that i shared in the last podcast you should rewind and watch that (laughs) okay all right
1: Hmm. you ready yeah
0: what's your biggest fear
1: that is uh that's deep um my biggest fear, I think, is uh, the fear of not being successful, um, Yeah, not like attaining or not reaching a level of success. Um, yeah, it's kind of been one that started at an early point, um, but over time, I, I've kind of like, it's, it's definitely still there, but it has gotten, it's become less of a fear, if that makes sense.
0: Totally. The in me needs to ask you. Yeah. What does success mean to you?
1: Oh, this is awesome. Okay. Um, success. He's getting me. a free
0: coaching session right now. You guys, I yep. guess if you want one, then you just, all you got to do is get a guest my podcast. Apparently.
1: Yeah, no, this, this is a great hack. Um, what does success mean to me? Um, I mean, I think it's a, uh, it's a balance between a few different levels or a few different categories. Um, I like to look at it as like health, wealth, and happiness. So from a personal health perspective, um, am I at, you know, am I close to my highest potential? Am I performing at a high potential? Um, From an emotional standpoint, am I at a, at my happiness potential? Am I like, You know feeling good about myself from a um in the for my future family and my being the best you know father i can be my being the best husband i can be my being the best friend son that i can be in all aspects so i think it's uh the way i've view it i view it now because i think it's kind of evolved over time is uh success being as close to my potential as possible so if i at the end of my life when like you know i'm at you know the courthouse and it's like all right you gotta you know you gotta turn yourself in you know and like uh, wait
0: wait (laughs) what
1: so like when you know at at the end of your life when like life is about to finish you're about to go away right
0: yeah
1: that's how you're going to the
0: courthouse and being like yeah it's like you know
1: you're like all right i I served my time like whatever you're like
0: that's another episode guys
1: in front of the judge let's say
0: got it all right um, judge of life
1: you know how when you play uh, have you ever played Mario Kart
0: I'm a millennial of course I have
1: okay so you know that when you know you play you follow like that high there's a shadow of someone with a high score
2: yeah that so yes.
1: that that's like my how I view like my potential and I want to be as close to that as possible right so at the end of my life I want to be. I don't want to be too different from that if that makes sense like i want to be as close to what i could have been as possible
0: you just said the coolest thing in the world i mean what what i heard in that is wow i talk about this all the time but not in in that sense and this is just my mind is going crazy okay so what I always talk about is living in full alignment with who you are mentally, physically, spiritually, everything, relationships, finances, blah, blah, blah. And you literally just described this like shadow of you mm-hmm. that you're trying to get as close to as possible to thus feel aligned. Yeah. So, your definition of success is to be continuously aligned in your life and everything that you do. Yeah,
1: and yeah, I, I think it's uh, a big part what? of it. Is, what, what? <laughs> I, I think a big part of it is um, knowing that, like there's there's no like end game. It's not like I'll be happy when. Yes. Um, it's more so like knowing that I won't reach like I when I reach that goal there's gonna be another one and another one and another one. Like there's no destination really, but it's more so of being okay with that. Knowing that in the process you're continually getting better. And um this guy Ed Milet, I don't know if you've heard of him, but really cool guy, um on social media, huge. Um did he go he, to our oh, high school? <laughs> no he didn't. He uh yeah he's he's a bit older, he's like sixty five. Um it makes us feel a bit younger, but um he calls it being blissfully dissatisfied.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I've heard that. Yes. It's, yeah. it's exactly what you just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Kind of a long winded answer, but
0: no, that's, you, uh, that's the point of this. I love that. And it leads over perfectly into what we're actually gonna get into of when to ask for help. Yeah. It's like meshed with the fear of not being successful, and then what that means to you and how you get help in order to feel aligned. Mm-hmm. I'm geeking out over here. Mm-hmm. All right, hit me, what's my question?
1: All right, your question <laughs> is, what's the easiest or fastest? way for you to get bored
0: i don't get bored easily because i i just entertain myself kind of yeah (laughs) um you know honestly when someone is super monotone or has no facial expressions like they're kind of just like a, a body with words coming out of them like their mouth is like kind of yeah. move it you know what I'm talking about like yeah, you've yeah. been at conferences where you've seen those people talk or like dates when ugh, that's only happened to me a few times but like uh, you're like are you sw- swear you're a real human are you sure like I, yeah. do I need to hammer you open wow, I'm not going to hammer open my dates, you guys. No one's going <laughs> to hammer after this. Um, but I think it's just like what really, what's really behind that is when there's just no passion at all in what someone is saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if they're not like super invested in it, like let's say when I was back at KPMG and I was in accounting, or no, I wasn't, I was in (laughs) mergers and acquisitions. Wow. And I would give a presentation on something. It's not like I got high on numbers, (laughs) but I still hopefully displayed a certain zest for just expressing whatever was going on up here whatever i was presenting so when someone doesn't do that i just i fall fall asleep sometimes
1: yeah i get it i'm actually i'm really similar in that like it's kind of a blessing and a curse um i i also like if someone doesn't have yeah like you're saying like passion if it's too monotone or text heavy I start to doze off and I'm sure if there's anyone here that's worked with me before that, they already know that. Like they'll like, I'll have coffee beforehand. Like I'll do all the prep I need to, but like mentally I'm just not there. But it, it I look at it as a blessing because it forces me to focus on things that I'm actually more passionate about. Um, but I yeah,
0: love the, that. That's an amazing, that's a kind way to look at it, Conrad. <laughs>
1: It's perspective, right? I mean, and, I mean the curse side is, uh, the, there's a funny story, um, kind of embarrassing Let's or whatever.
2: Let's hear it.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's a little embarrassing, but it's okay. Um, yeah, so if, if another thing, if it, not just like people being too monotone or like something being too text-heavy, but also if they're being like kind of too negative or don't have a, like aren't being solutions-based, it's kind of just like, you know, like yapping. Um and well, this that's not a good prep to to what That I'm is a with.
0: horrible prep because I think I know what story you're about to tell. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. So Can I add
0: in a transition for you before? Yeah, please, because this is
1: not a good transition. It's
0: not good <laughs> leading up to this.
2: <laughs> I'm dying.
0: Okay. So I think what you mean is when you're just kind of like letting it all out with, with no intention and without the prior intention of letting someone know that your intention is to literally just let it all out.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So it's,
0: does that resonate with what you were
1: completely? Yeah. And you positioned it way better. So, um, Yeah, I was. uh, My my ex girlfriend was uh, letting it all out on me, and in my head, I didn't just see. I didn't see like an end goal, like an outcome, or like a positive thing like coming out of it. So I literally fell asleep. And yeah, I mean, how did that end? I mean, it took me out of the situation of having to you know listen to it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, and if you really want to look at like what's the best way to you know risk or the easiest way to respond or the harshest way it's to fall asleep on someone so uh yeah that was uh that was definitely embarrassing and uh but i mean speaks to you know being it, it this whole thing being a blessing and a curse so yeah okay. it's helped me in certain situations and it hasn't helped me in others
0: i need to ask you something because A lot of the times I coach my clients on obviously their health but also their relationships right so my question is women and men their brains work so differently and you just describes the classic male female complex of Mm -hmm. men being solution oriented and women being emotionally oriented Mm -hmm. and like I I know that there are times when I have tried to express my emotions and then the guy I'm with starts like saying back to me an answer, like a solution, when all I really wanted was validation of my emotions.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And there is a total disconnect, but neither of them are wrong. Mm-hmm. Neither of us are wrong. They're just different ways of approaching the situation and different ways of kind of drawing closure on whatever is happening at hand. Yeah. So, given that one, we know that that's a very typical distinction between men and women.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you. This is a. Big question. I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. I think. How do you know whether or not that conversation, so like with your ex, was serving you? Like whether or not that was a growth opportunity Hmm. in terms of learning how to communicate with each other? Or distinguish that as okay this is time to get
1: out. Right, Whew, that's, uh, that's tough, but I, I definitely something I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. Um, I think viewing it now, if I was in that situation, the way I approach those types of instances is thinking about someone's intention. Because usually both sides are coming from a good place, in mm-hmm. most cases. It's just that, like you're mentioning, the way of communicating it, it's a little bit different. So I think what, or the way I view it now is more so understanding someone's intention, um, because usually their intentions are good. Both people. It's just the communication that's misaligned. Mm.
2: Um,
1: most people are good people for the most part. And I think we just get confused by a lack of proper communication and understanding and listening. Um, before, in that certain situation, I was definitely coming from a selfish point of view. I was like, all right, like, this isn't making me happy. Like, peace out. I'm, I'm going to nap. <laughs> um, instead of understanding that, you know, this is happening for a reason. It's coming from somewhere. Let me try to understand this so that, you know, I can then – we can work together and work our way towards something successful or a solution. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I –
0: Yeah. So 100% I agree. And then it comes with like, rather than trying to approach it right there, like you kind of (laughs) chose a good route. I always say when things are getting kind of heated, and you, you know, that you're about to react in a way that you it's not gonna lead to anything. Like the best thing to do is walk away and just be like, hey, I love you. I want to hear all of this. And I know that if this continues right now, I'm not gonna be able to be receptive to any of it. Mm -hmm. Take yourself out of the equation. Is it annoying for the person at that time? 100%, they're like, dude, get the F back here, I want you to listen to me. And then you get to later talk about how to communicate in a way that's going to help serve you both at that time, rather than try to fight the fires when they're happening.
1: Yeah, Uh, one thing that I'll add that it, this this definitely doesn't happen immediately, It, it definitely takes time to kind of get to this point. But um, something that I've worked towards is sometimes stepping out of my own emotions, kind of like, you know, Conrad's here, but let me step right here and view the situation through a third person's perspective and see what's happening. All right. You feel this way. You want to say this, is this gonna, you know, it's, it's math. Is you saying this going to lead to something good? Probably not. You're just appealing
0: to the CPA in me right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, I, I mean, it's, it's hard to do, especially in the moment. Cause it's like, you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Most times if someone like triggers something in you, you like, you stop listening and you start getting ready to respond yes. as opposed to like receive, um, or process. Like so... right
0: there. I wasn't really listening. I was, but mm-hmm. like subconsciously I just was like, yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that no, was I mean, good. we do it all the time.
0: We do it all the time. This is like my freaking podcast. I'm literally here to listen to you. And I just right. like subconsciously was like, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome that you're able to call yourself out for stuff like that. Because that's how we improve. That's how we get better.
0: All right, I'm ready to listen.
1: Let's go. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> okay. This is amazing. I want to dive into... How to know when to ask for help, and this is, a, this is such a loaded question because everybody's circumstance is different,
2: mm-hmm.
0: everyone needs help in different areas. A lot of people want to improve but don't know. <laughs> Someone just commented,
2: Conrad, for <laughs> I saw that.
0: that's amazing I agree guys (laughs) I agree um but also like I take offense to that a little bit I know whoever you are you don't know me yet but I'm pretty cool too um and so at what point do you ask for help like when you're rock rock bottom or when you're like doing okay how do you know like what's been your experience with it
1: yeah that is uh it's a loaded thing that i think a lot of people can uh can learn from um yeah it's it's tough i think a lot of it starts with um understanding yourself a bit um asking for help there's this connotation that asking for help means that you have something wrong with you You don't need anything wrong with you. Um, Oftentimes, the people that are the best at their craft are still seeking help to get better. The way I look at things is like, I mean, soccer in my head, right? So like Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi, they still go to practice every week and listen to a coach. They still get help from a nutritionist, a, um, a weightlifting coach. So it's, it's, I think people have it kind of back backwards where they think that they need to have something wrong with themselves to ask for help. But really, I think the lens that they have to look at things through is just the will to want to improve. Mm. Um, so just because there's not something necessarily wrong with you doesn't mean you shouldn't improve it. Why not be better in all aspects of life, whether it's, you know, emotionally, physically, um, Mentally, etc. Um, yeah, I think it's just being okay with the fact that uh, you know we're we have our weaknesses, but why not go to someone that's an expert or find information from someone that's an expert and learn from them instead of you know learning yes. the hard way yourself.
0: So it sounds like it's rather than getting help because you need to be fixed, yeah. it's utilizing resources to stretch you into continual alignment with who you are and who you want to be. Right? I keep picturing that like shadow Mario Kart version. Yeah, because (laughs) like, there's the you here now and you, you are an amazing place. Like, I mean, I I can't speak for you. But me thinking about myself six years ago, like, (laughs) holy shit. Literally, yeah. like night and day, and now my little Mario Kart self. Wait, who's the really cute princess one? Peach. Yep. <laughs> All right. No, I don't want to be hurt That I want to be like a badass. I'm just gonna be Mario. Okay. So my little Mario person over here is aligned right now, and there's always that shadow that's driving me to continue being in alignment, not with my like current self that wants to stay in one place, but as I progress, as I go down, because that changes as the race course changes.
1: Right.
0: Ooh, this is such a good analogy, Conran.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. Um... Yeah, it's frustrating that there is this connotation because then this negative connotation with asking for help because then people don't end up seeking it and then they're just shorting themselves of their potential. Um, Yes. When really it's like the people that are the most successful have asked for help the most.
0: Yes. Okay, so I consider you to be someone who's successful. So that means hopefully, unless you're just like completely talking out of your ass, that... (laughs) you (laughs) have asked for help and you seek help in multiple areas of your life. So please share them with us. I wanna know all of the ways that you reach out in order to continue feeling in complete alignment with your fullest potential.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like today I have a call with a a speaking coach. He's like TEDx speaker, I mean, just like multiple, like bestselling author, like I'm like this past year I started speaking and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Um, but I want to be, you know, I want to chase that, that best potential. What could Conrad possibly be? Can he be on the biggest stages in the world? So to get there, I need to ask for help. Like, you know, like, not just like getting coaches, but like, like I literally bought his book last week to read it, speak with no fear. Ooh. Yeah, um, I mean, that that's like one example, like, uh, with my fitness, like, I'm not a I wasn't a, you know, a health and wellness degree. But I research these guys who, you know, have the types of results that I want. And I model them. I want to be at that level, you know. So, of course, I can just try it out myself and learn the hard way. But why not kind of like, go to the experts? Who have made the mistakes already? Save yourself the years of time, stress, energy, you know, etc. And be guided. Like, why yes. not try to be Super Mario? Like, why just right. Mario? Like, let's be like, you know, when you get the star. And like, if we're doing the smarter thing, let's keep it going. You know, like okay. when you, yes, you get the it. star in Mario, <laughs> and you're like, anything you touch, like, you know, you, you conquer. Yes. Why not be that in all aspects of life? Whatever that vision is for you, or you know, for me. Yeah, constantly seeking coaching
0: that like vibrational frequency that literally, like, just links and attaches and grows and spreads from one person to another. And it's it's so many different things put together, like Mm -hmm. what you were saying, the coach you're talking to later he's probably a really expensive coach. Like my guess is if you hire him, it's probably going to be probably like a 10 grand investment. So that's amazing. And we know the value of that because I'm a coach and you're basically a coach. Um, Ooh, we should talk about that. You should totally get your coaching certification. Um, And then there's that, not ten thousand dollar investment of buying a book and
2: right
0: that is still sending that star that Mario Kart star energy you purchase that book that energy flows through this is getting real real (laughs) analytical yeah yeah no I love it that energy gets to flow through the means of finances To whoever the author of that book is, the author of that book then is able to feel that boost in vibrational frequency, even if like he or she doesn't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. It is getting sent their way. And then that amplifies their existence.
1: And their impact. Yeah.
0: And the more it amplifies that, the more it amplifies what you're going to get out of that book.
1: thousand percent. Yeah. It's, and I think another thing that people don't really realize or like put into perspective is that these coaches, like they're, they're giving, right. They're, they're trying to give their help. Um, but you can't really give what you don't have. Um, Mm -hmm. so that meaning like, you know, if you're not happy, you can't expect to give someone happiness. Maybe you want you're your like dream and desire is to give that happiness. But in order to do that, you have to have it yourself. That could be a skill. You know, maybe you um, want to be an author, let's say, um, but you have zero writing experience. Um, you have to seek help. Like mm-hmm. there's, that, that's how you get better. I mean, we go to school and learn from these teachers that have ideally some kind of experience. In this field. <laughs> like, that's, that's
0: I hope. We went yeah. to the same high school, so I hope our <laughs> teachers were good.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's actually where kindness comes into play a lot. and It's a part of kindness that people miss, is that the most, like, important fundamental part of, of kindness is before giving to others, give to yourself. Because it's, and if you look at most people's, like, most people with a high level of success, like, they're daily rituals and routines one of the first things they do and these are the people that give to you know give a ton to everyone they donate a bunch of their finances they have such a focus on philanthropy etc before they do any of that the first things they do in the morning is give to themselves through you know their fitness through gratitude meditation um all these different things through reading
0: green that they make they're journaling like
1: exactly with things that make them happy, you know, before they come in contact with the world. It's like, you kind of fill up your, your kindness gas tank so that you actually have fuel to give to others later. Otherwise well, you're trying well, to give with an empty You're MP
0: getting tank. the star. You're getting the Mario Kart star.
1: Right, You yeah.
0: get that for yourself before it can spread to other people when you touch things through your app. Yeah. Ad- I mean, don't go around touching everyone, you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm freaking okay this is
1: this is deep I love it
0: really really good there was one other thing that I wanted to ask you before we ended today it has to do with therapy because we we both get help from I mean like I told him before we have done like I have personal trainer i have someone i do myofascial release therapy with which is a really cool thing i'll tell you about it later if you want to reach out to me um therapist psychiatrist uh business coach wellness coach like (laughs) if you saw my my bills during the month like you would think that i was a professional help acceptor um (laughs) Which I guess I kind of am. And so I'm listing those off. And then I was talking to Conrad and I'm like, how about you? Like, you're so into seeking help, being kind, giving that kindness to yourself. What about therapy? Have you ever been to therapy? And your answer was
1: yes. Uh, and it's, I, and, one of my friends just so happened to be like a pretty, like a really uh, experienced uh, therapist. He actually just crossed 50,000 hours uh, slash sessions, um, which is just insane. Cause you think about mastery, like people say 10,000 hours, 50,000. Wow. Um, yeah, this guy's amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was like, you know, is there, he, he told me like, it, you know, the, the same thing that we're talking about. You don't necessarily have to have something broken in order to get or receive therapy. Mm. And he's like, is there something that you want more out of life? And I told him, yeah, you know, like I want to, you know, maximize my potential, chase that, you know, that Mario star. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we did a, a couple sessions. And again, I wasn't a person that, I like in a, from a mental and emotional side, I, I'm, I feel pretty good.
0: Yeah, you weren't like diagnosed with something. Like, I'm diagnosed with severe OCD, so like I see a therapist for just life in general, but that specifically as well. For you, that there wasn't that piece of it.
1: Yeah, no, right. And it's, but like this is this is a person again that's like a master of the mind. Yes, and. Yeah, we did a couple sessions and it like really, really did make a big difference. And I'm not just saying that because of this podcast or anything like, it's just me saying like, I have no issue asking for help. Um, Because like, what's the worst that can happen is that you realize, okay, I'm pretty good at this. Maybe I didn't need it. Big deal. But like, even then there's still like so many little things you could take from it. And what I got from it was Um, we uncovered, you know, ways in which I can help to maximize my potential. What are some, even the tiniest things that are holding me back? Part of that being that fear of being unsuccessful that we talked about before. Um, Instead of viewing it that way, using it as fuel to, you know, to motivate myself and prove to myself that, you know, I can do things and self-reflection on the things I've done. Um, So yeah, there's a ton of, ton of, Totally. positive and game changing things I got out of it
0: so it 's like it sounds like over over the years since high school um, you've like gradually increased your baseline, and your baseline of existence is has been amazing and i can just I can feel this Energy of okay yeah I know I'm acting great like I know I love my life and what else is out there and yeah. I've spent you're 28 too right mm-hmm. I've spent 28 years living growing and right now I'm at like probably the best point that I've been I'm talking as though I'm you so if this doesn't resonate
2: no it's <laughs> awesome yes. Yeah
0: best point i've been and three years ago i didn't know that this point was possible what else is out there and then continuing to just grow without diminishing the awesomeness of where you currently are
1: yeah yeah i couldn't i mean perfect yeah so cool spot on yeah um yeah i mean that touches on like reflection where i think that's that's definitely important um because oftentimes we get caught up in like Keeping up with people, which shit, I did quite a bit of trying to like keep up with, you know, friends from a financial standpoint, from a um, experiences standpoint, traveling standpoint, all this like material standpoint. Yep. Um, but forget, you know, to look at ourselves and what we want and to see how far we've come in that sector.
0: I love it. Let's end with that. It's perfect. Any last words before you say hi to the judge?
1: Uh, yeah. Kindness is the cure. Kindness cures all. That's what Ooh, with I a that. With a K. Cures
0: Kindness cures with K, yeah. All.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, you guys. If you don't follow this guy already, clearly he's a god. So <laughs> kind Conrad with Ks. Follow him. He's amazing. He will for sure be on here again. So if you follow me, I just forced you to be on here again. So hope you like me.
1: No, you're, you're spoiling me. This has been an awesome conversation. Now I have the whole rest of the day to, to attack it with just this feel good energy. That this oh, guy. I love
0: it. Okay. Thank you so much again. I've never been happier that we connected.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. You're, you're awesome. I really enjoyed this.
0: Me too. Bye guys.
1: See you guys.
0: Guys, he is so cool. I just love his messaging. I love his mission. His job is literally spreading kindness for a living. I mean, like, who who can say that? So amazing. I hope you all resonated with this and enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe to the pod, leave a rating, a review, and recommend the podcast to anyone you love who you think would resonate with it. Love you all so much. Till next time.